The following program is sponsored by Team Reba of REMAX Metro Eastside and Eric Osnes of Homebridge Financial Services. Welcome to Open House with Team Reba. Each week, Team Reba will be bringing you a roundup of real estate and mortgage news, along with information about the local Puget Sound region, highlighting some of the best and brightest entertainment options, family events, neighborhood highlights, and local business interviews, so you can feel right at home in the Pacific Northwest. Welcome, everyone, to Open House with Team Reba. I'm Reba Haas of Team Reba, REMAX Metro East Side, And I'm Eric Azos from HomeBridge Financial Home Mortgage. Happy weekend. Happy weekend. Right back at you. All right. Here we go. Another yes. episode of Open House with Team mm-hmm. Reba. So happy to be here in this busy, busy spring day. Oh my gosh, it's been a very busy spring. <laughs> We've had some beautiful days though. Yes, been wonderful. Yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh, we had some like, weren't those really warm days the other week? Uh, like records. Well, last for weekend, us? pretty much a record. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, it was so. crazy. Well, I mean, the whole week was just yeah. gorgeous. gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous. For April. For April. I know. Yeah. I you know I keep talking to people that they're going to have to make an adjustment on our calendars. Because um, it'd, it'd be great if we could all just like move a month, but of course people <laughs> would we'd have like one big birthday for everyone in the month. We have to move off, right? And like adjust because <laughs> no, seriously, because think about this: this is not the first year we've had this. Last year we had an early warm spell, and the mm-hmm. year before we had an early warm spell. Mm-hmm. And you can find that easily by your Facebook memories, because mm-hmm. um, I had pictures of me on a bikini on a sailboat from like a year or two ago, and I was yeah. like, okay, well, this was happening before where we had like close to 80 degrees, and then and then we have it again, and yeah. then we've it used to be that you could get up on Mount St. Helens in the first two weeks of October mm-hmm. and right. get some pretty decent weather, because mm-hmm. it's like almost like the best time to climb it. Yes. And now it's really crummy sometimes at the beginning of October. Yeah, it can be. And I, yeah. I feel like it's just because of the way our calendars are made, they're they're just shifting because the earth's going to do what it's going to do. That's mm-hmm. a man-made calendar. Of course. And it's almost like we need to adjust. <laughs> well, then, then July hits, and sometimes it mm-hmm. can be just like cold and mucky. Well, yeah, out. but I mean, that happens in yeah. June, too. Mm-hmm. That's no yeah, different than being down can. in L.A. when they have the June gloom. Right. Oh, right? I suppose so. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's just... I suppose so. Yeah. Again, that's just the earth being the earth. Just doing what it's going to do. Which is going to lead into our guests later today Mm. on the show because that's all about kind of like earth friendly green more natural products that Mm -hmm. type of thing so we could be a little bit more in tune in our own environment with the planet you know nothing don't you love how i circled back on that oh wow aren't (laughs) you you good you didn't think i was going to you were like oh my gosh what's this rah-rah thing reba's on (laughs) yeah you should consider a career in radio (laughs) oh my gosh you make me laugh. You know, I think we've had a small uptick on our uh, podcast downloads because, as you know, I am single and dating, and I've been on, on the apps a little bit more lately. Like, I go uh-huh. on and off of them, and a bunch of these dudes are like, <laughs> I need how I do a radio show, so they're, oh, downloading, they're our, downloading our the... podcast. Well, it's so funny. Why not? <laughs> I, like, hey, if they learn something, Absolutely. I hope so. I mean, so yeah, all sure. so far, all the feedback is good, but I just think it's hysterically funny Excellent. to watch, like, the little spikes. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. Oh, wow. So you talk about it and you kind of say, Bleak, well, because they ask me because I have a picture of me here in the studio mm-hmm. and yeah. everybody starts asking, like, is it a podcast? Oh, is it a radio gotcha. show? And I'm like, well, it's both, really. Yes, actually, it is. Yes. yes. It's <laughs> a radio show that gets turned into a podcast. Exactly. So there you go. Yeah. So, yeah. listeners, if you want to go back and listen to any of these, they're available for you. Yeah. Indexed, all of yes. that. Spotify, Twitter, iTunes. We Twitter. have over, I think we're at 
221 episodes now. Yeah, yeah. Wow. It's crazy. I, uh, I, yeah, it's been mm-hmm. a blur. Yeah, yes. It's, it's been fun, though. And so many good guests. Yeah, oh, we, I know. So know, excited. We've been lucky about that. Yes. We've had some we've really had cool people on great guests. There. Yes. And speaking of one of our past guests, you and I need to do a, a Facebook Live because uh, coming up is going to be an open house yes. uh, for SR3, mm-hmm. which is the Sea Life Rescue organization yep. down in Des Moines Marina that we highlighted a, a few weeks ago. Which I thought was awesome you had as one of the places to donate for yes. your wedding. I did. As gifts. Yeah. And I did. I, I thank you very much for doing that, You're by the welcome. way. You're no, welcome. Yeah. Well, they're awesome. I, how yeah. could I not? Like, that was a Simple choice. Yeah. Simple choice and a, a great organization to support. So That's right. That's that, right. Good choice on that. And then, of course, Ellie with her Elder Place. That mm-hmm. also was a, a fantastic organization. Yeah. Providence Who we've Elder also Place. had on the show. We, we have. And Elder Place is a, a pretty amazing operation. You know, that's, Agreed. That's sort of a... It can be, it's kind of a combination of medical care, but also an adult mm-hmm. uh, kind of a hangout place, you know, for the yeah. elderly. And they, they get to socialize and have a meal and I and that's out. and it's not just here for any listeners no. because we know this is national and international even but um this is national and you can look into whether or not there's a providence elder place in mm-hmm. your area because right. I sent that show to my mother oh good yeah, yeah. I well. actually sent it to my family so that they would all be familiar with the program and to see if there was something near where she was at and also because my sister in Texas works a lot with the elder in their church congregation mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and thought maybe it would be a useful tool for her too. Well, and, and, you know, just kind of a thought along that also with this, this pandemic, you know, the elder mm-hmm. place had to shut down for a while. Yep. Uh, they're, they're back up and running and, 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 you know, slowly, slowly, yep. you know, ramping things back up and getting, <laughs> yeah, but, <laughs> that's saying something when you're at an elder well, place, like a ramping. It's very ADA accessible. Yeah, there you go. Um, <laughs> But but I guess my point is, you know, this this pandemic and and be, boy, be thinking about your your elderly family and neighbors. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. This this has been particularly hard on, yes. on that group and, and and also on our youth. Mm-hmm. But but the isolation um, yes. is is a real thing, mm-hmm. and and the elderly especially take it hard. You know, they you know the socialization is so important, and and uh, yeah. boy, Ellie sure saw that with with. You know, some of their participants that have, mm-hmm. have started coming back and their eyes light up. They're just so happy to yeah. be there. They're so happy to be there. And then there's others that they didn't make it. Absolutely. Well, Lilia Anderson, who's been on the show, speaking mm-hmm. of the other great guests, who yeah. works at Merrill, Merrill Gardens, Gardens but has been on for Puget Sound on her flight, which they've not mm-hmm. been able to do because of the pandemic. Right. Yeah. Um, she's in a facility where it's, you know, it's elderly folks who are there and it, yeah, we would talk about it because she's become a personal friend and, and a client at that. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, we would talk about the struggles um, they were having because their families couldn't come and visit mm-hmm. and they were quarantined in their rooms, mm-hmm. um, which yeah. is really saying something when you're in a facility with many, many people. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you're right. Like the elderly and the young, like I just, another friend of mine just told me about her nephew committing, you know, he hung himself yeah. recently. Yeah. I mean, these are very real sad situations mm-hmm. and so this is a time for people to really be digging deep in terms of you know being available emotionally mm-hmm. right for be, others that's it's right. really important and be thinking about your neighbors and, mm-hmm. and your, yeah. your family reach out yeah my neighbor lisa is great at it we yeah. walk the neighborhood with our dogs all the mm-hmm. time socially distanced but we're constantly checking on the neighbors like hey how you doing we'll yeah. see them in their yards and, oh good yeah. oh yeah we we love doing that kind of oh, thing that no that's 
really, really important right now. So, mm-hmm. yeah, good, good yeah. on you for doing that. Absolutely. Yep, 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 yep. Well, okay. Well, so how are rates doing? <laughs> we uh, checked on our neighbors. We're checking on our yeah, close friends and family. How are rates doing? Let's do that. We've had a couple pretty good weeks for rates. Yay. And, um, and it, it's it's kind of defying sort of the, the economic fundamentals, which that happens sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we've been on a pretty strong run-up with rates ever since the election. And, um, you know, it, it really peaked when, when the most recent stimulus package was passed, you know, mm-hmm. $1.9 trillion. And, yeah. you know, caused some real concern, you know, about, the, about future inflation and, and the, you know, the prospects for rates. So, so we've been heading up. And, uh, but the last week and a half or so, two weeks, they, they actually started to drop down. Um, they might have gone a little too far. <laughs> to be honest, really, oh yeah. yeah. So there, yeah. There, there, there's going to be some of this back and forth, a mm-hmm. little bit of backtracking. So, so if if you have been kind of putting off um, refinancing or mm-hmm. or buying that home, you know, for a while, um, boy, I would sure you know get that on the table and and do it quickly. Can we um, talk about a second home for me? Then? <laughs> yeah, well, let, well, not you know so what? much second home, but investment home. I, I do want to talk about that. Um, okay. Also, but let me, I'll give you a quick rundown on the. That's rates great because that so. was one of the list of things I wanted okay. to talk about. Yeah. Uh, well, there's there is some news on that. It's not necessarily good, so I, I do want to. Okay. Talk well, about that. I know we talked about it a little bit. Okay. Yeah. Go. But here's we are for the the national averages for owner occupied thirty year fixed rate mortgage. We're at three point two percent. So that's the national average. Okay. Uh, which is uh, you know our our fifty two week low or all time low is two point seven five. You know, um, we've got as high as almost three point five in the last you know mm-hmm. month and a half. So still in a great spot. Yeah, they are. They we're down about a quarter, almost three eighths of a percent off our highs, mm-hmm. which is really really good. Fifteen uh, year fixed rates two point six four percent. FHA and VA were sitting right around two point six eight percent. So still very low still on those, amazing. those accounts. Uh, jumbo thirty-year fixed rates are hovering right around three point three seven five percent. So uh, you know, also you know pretty pretty excellent right now so mm-hmm. um so again yeah maybe you didn't get the the 2.75 but there's still i mean i was just talking to someone the right. other day who told me they were at four six seven five and i'm like why yeah well okay so and, and and i as you can probably imagine i have this conversation a lot mm-hmm. that um oh i want to wait till they get back down to that Folks, stop it they're they're not they're, people they're, I, it's I, like that Bob Newhart sketch where he's like, stop it. Yeah, just, just stop. stop it. Yeah, you know, start saving money now. And, uh, you know, if I'm wrong about that, you know, if it's a, a year or two years from now, they do dip back down. That is a possibility. Uh, but they are going to go higher before they go lower. Mm-hmm. And as we get into the summer months, uh, we, we do expect the rates to increase. Um, and it's just, just like gas prices. It's kind of common sense <laughs> because we're looking at inflation statistics. And every month we take up throw away in a statistic from a year ago, mm-hmm. add the current month statistic to it, and then we right. re-average it. Well, we're, we're, we're throwing away negative numbers and we're adding positive numbers. The inflation statistics are going to continue to rise. It's, it's just math. Yeah. And and but Did the you say it's just meth or math? Math. M-A-T-H. <laughs> okay. like you said meth. Yeah. I'm no. like, uh, no, mm, that's not nah, good for no. you. <laughs> but uh, you know, so so we do expect the rates to rise. So before um, you know that happens, now is a good time to get in there, especially if you've maybe accumulated a little bit of debt over the you know last year or so. You've also accumulated a heck of a lot of equity. You know, so let's look yes. at, at seeing if there's a way that we can save you some money. I'm always happy yeah. to run numbers for, for people. I can do it, you know, and, you know, very low key, super easy to do. Um, reach out to me to Eric at ericismybanker.com. That's Eric with a C. 
Um, call me 206-915-ERIC, 206-915-3742. Okay. Also, I'm happy to run, run some numbers on that. And uh, I know Always you, worth doing. Uh, and definitely, because I'm thinking about doing a 1031 for my Kansas property, so I do want to talk to you about I that later. I crying the other day. We saved them so much, you know, every month. That's awesome. And, yeah. That's a wonderful thing. Cry. <laughs> in a happy form. Absolutely. Yes, in a happy way. That's right. Just We're, like at your wedding. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I cried. Oh, good for you. <laughs> yeah. All right. We'll be right back after these messages. Open House with Team Reba on AM 1590. The answer. Now back to Open House with Team Reba. Welcome back to Open House with Team Reba. I'm Eric Osnes from Homebridge Financial Home Mortgage. And I'm Reba Hess from Team Reba. And we're here every Saturday from 2 to 3 o'clock bringing you information on real estate and finance. And everything related. And we're also here on Sunday from 3 to 4 p.m. And anytime on podcasts. Yes, just go to any of your favorite downloadable podcast sites and look for Open House with Team Reba and there we are. That's right. And if you are, you know, can't sleep, you're thinking about things, I need to know about credit. Uh, we have a podcast for it. I need to know about uh, jumbo financing. We have a podcast for it. I need to know about how to prep my home to sell in this crazy market. There's a pod for that. Amazing. <laughs> you need to so know about pods. whales. There's a pot for that. That's right. We talked about that <laughs> and, a and how to ago. help detangle them, or actually, don't do it yourself. There's an organization who'll do it for you. There you go. Call the call the professionals. That's right. And speaking of professionals, yes. uh, we have some esteemed guests on this afternoon. Uh, Going to be talking about the upcoming Northwest Green Home Tour. Did you call them steamy? Esteemed. Esteemed. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Just checking. <laughs> They're going to have some steamy projects to Ooh. share with us, okay, though. Yeah, I'm that's excited. Right. This afternoon, steamy green home talk here on. <laughs> Open oh house my gosh! Reba. Yes, nothing more fun than that. We get sexy time about construction here. So, and speaking of which, we got Laura Elfline on the line with us. Hello, and welcome again. Thank you, thank you. Hello. <laughs> and you're thinking, why was I, I just brought on after Steamy Talk? I sent some hesitancy <laughs> in her voice. There, she's like, she's uh, like um... can I hang up on this? Yeah. This is my fifth year. Maybe I don't need to be here. <laughs> Laura, can you? <laughs> No, we, we love having you on. Could you just uh, do a favor for our listeners? Because there's always a chance there's some new ones on with us. And could you share with them who you are and what you do? Sure, sure. I am Laura Elfline. I own two companies, actually, Mighty House Construction that focuses on sustainable remodels and another company called Mighty Energy Solutions that um, sells infrared heating solutions. I am also chair of the um, Northwest Green Home Tour and the primary reason why you guys have me on today. Excellent. So tell us a little bit about the tour coming up. So it's right around the corner here. It is right around the corner. You know, it's been going on for, gosh, probably almost 10 years. And, of course, last year's spring tour ended up being a virtual tour mm -hmm. in the fall. And um, this year we're also doing a virtual tour this spring, though, um, instead of being able to have people go around all the city and get into people's homes and look at uh, sustainable and green building features, we're doing it virtually. Um, and so we're still having uh, lots of creative ways of showcasing the home. You just won't be able to touch and feel it like you have in the past. Excellent. But still um, great ideas, great options, great information. Um, what, what sets Absolutely. these green homes apart? From, from the rest of the, the herd? 
Well, I think one of the things we like to feature on the tour is the spectrum of how to approach green and healthy building. And so some homes have sort of more of a light green a touch just for those people who haven't even thought about what might be a healthier way or a greener, more sustainable way of building and be more approachable to those folks that it sort of freaks them out. And, and then we have the full spectrum to hold new construction, passive house, deep energy retrofits um, and activities and uh, everything in between to really give us some mentoring of options. And I think one of the things that stands out with the Northwest Eco Building Guild and all of their activities with their membership um, as hosts on things is that we really focus on education forward. You know, we're not showcasing our, our projects just to, like, reach out and be marketing to um, – to new customers. We're really there to educate and really inspire people to build better and to make their different decisions. And, you know, hopefully maybe with one of us that has spent this effort in teaching everyone, but if not, at least they, they have their arms with information to be able to make better decisions for their home and their lives. Well, Laura, you've pretty much just described why we do this show. So you guys are in alignment with us on, we believe that educated consumers are better consumers. And I have been a big proponent of sustainable building for a very long time. And so that's a, another reason why we really enjoy having you on every year and helping highlight this program because it's, it's really wonderful. And frankly, I think, again, in the time of COVID, yes, it's modified how you guys have had to do the tour. But I think now that people have spent even more time in their homes and health has become a really big spotlight for the entire nation, I think it's even more important that we have these um, different options in front of people because I think they're thinking more about all of that on a daily basis. Definitely, definitely. And I've talked to some doctors over the last six months who have seen said that they've really seen an increase in especially lung-related diseases and, mm -hmm. and ailments because of being stuck in toxic homes. Yeah. And um, but that's something that they've specifically noticed, and um, it's been really interesting that they didn't even know I was a contractor when they said it to me. <laughs> so oh, really? It was oh. really interesting that it was sort of very, you know, just out of their own head about one of the things that they've been seeing. And I was like, oh my gosh, that totally is in alignment with what we see and how when people make different choices that mm -hmm. aren't necessarily more expensive choices that they would have made in their home, but just different, mm -hmm. that they can really make a big impact on the comfort and and healthiness of their space. Yeah, I'm not surprised at that at all because a lot of my clients have, they're like me, they're chemically sensitive or they've got maybe yep. someone in their home with allergies or um, asthma. And so that is a conversation I have frequently. So I'm not, I'm not surprised at all to hear that those have been some of the, the topics coming up and well, that they're, they're actually paying attention to it. So that's good, though. Absolutely. What, what's interesting is because I've done some, some remodeling using mm -hmm. some reclaimed you know, materials mm -hmm. and green materials. And... Uh, when people are looking at the the home, I find myself bringing that up. It's like mm -hmm. one of the first things I bring up. Oh, this is used with sustainable longleaf pine, or this mm -hmm. one is reclaimed flooring from a yep. Ballard farmhouse. You know, they, you know, I, I bring it up because it's it's cool. It is cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, we so have lots of cool houses like that on the tour. Yes. I know that's it. Sure looks like it. As a matter of fact, your home on the tour, Eric. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, maybe one of these days. So let's let's talk a little bit about some of the dynamics of it because it's it's over the course of three different dates, correct? Yes. 
Yes. So live and learn, right? Mm -hmm. And so last year we did this virtual. Normally the tour is one or two. It's usually two days, and there'll be a set of homes on one day and another set of homes on another day. We try to orchestrate them kind of in pods to make Mm -hmm. traffic a little bit easier to get through and allow the, the tour sites to be accessed more readily. Well, obviously that's not a thing. But what was a thing last year when you're virtual is that people get sort of zoned out and they have enough of their computer. And so we found that the later the day got, the less people that were showing up at the sites. And so oh, we yeah. thought, let's do five or six sites over um, on each day for three different days. That way they can get in. It's 9 a.m. to 11.30 a.m., so you get in, you can hit the spots that you want to see on that day and then head outside and do the things that you're excited to get out into this amazing weather and do. Excellent. All um, right. That's perfect. Yeah, and I, so and it's I, a little bit of a complicated marketing piece, but yeah. hopefully people will really get excited to just be able to hit the couple of sites and, and then move on with their day without it impacting the whole day. And so, it, look, it looks real easy to register. I see online just nwgreenhometour.org. Mm-hmm. So Northwest Green Home exactly. Tour, or you can probably Google that. Eventbrite registration. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, you have to register in order to get the link for the virtual tour. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you do go into the registration, you can sign up just for one of the days or all three of the days. And if you see sites on a particular day that you really, really wanted to see, but you can't, you're not around that day to be able to be in front of a computer. You can sign up for twenty-five dollars uh, to get recorded replays of all of the presentations. Excellent. So you really, it's you know, and it's it's you know, they're timed down. You know, we do some editing so that you're not just seeing every single second of that mm-hmm. two and a half hour period, but. Um, well, and if it's recorded, they can also fast forward through something if they want to, correct? Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Well, yeah. and that's one of the things I thought was cool. I, in fact, you, you stole my thunder with with just putting it out there because I was going to ask, did you, you know, you guys did that last year when you did the fall. So, yay, you brought that back. So somebody yep. can do So even if those dates don't work for someone, you can still sign up oh. and get that link. And, you know, if you pay the money, right, so then you can still right. have access to all of that. Exactly, exactly. And otherwise, if you're showing up live day of during the, the designated period of time, uh, 9 to 1130, May 1st, 8th or 15th, then you, it's a free tour. We, you know, the Guild mm-hmm. would love your donations. It's not free for us to put these things on, mm-hmm. but we really want to make it accessible to everyone. And that's, you know, that's why we keep it free to the public. So folks that may not be able to afford a project right now um, or may not even have a house right now, but they really are interested in learning and, and participating in the conversation, mm-hmm. they can still attend. You know, students can attend and people who are under house that are excited to learn about what opportunities might be afforded to live more healthfully down the road is um, there. In fact, we have a couple of homes on the tour that focus on social equity and um, healthy living. So that's that's sort of a highlight this year is having those projects. Excellent, and I understand you have um, you have somebody with you also who's going to be one of the site hosts, uh, Paul Cokerhook, on the on the line with us as well. Afternoon, Paul. Hi. Hey, thanks for joining us. So so tell us a little bit about about how you're um, involved with the Northwest Green Home Tour. Yeah, we uh, this year we have two projects 
on the on the tour. Um, you know, this is always an exciting time for us to be able to just kind of show off some of uh, kind of what we've learned over the years on different projects, um, and really trying to, you know, help people understand. Um, for us, the health impacts of the home that's that's a big thing, the health and wellness, um, and really uh, helping people understand how to incorporate that into into projects. You know, most of the projects that we're showing this year. They're not. They're not going to be on the super end, uh, the super. You know, the dark green scale. They're going to be more on the lighter medium side, and but make, making huge impacts uh, for our homeowners um, and how they continue to live in their homes. Excellent. What what um, days are your homes um, highlighted? Oh, jeez. Uh, I think we're the second and the third weekend. I believe is, uh, is what we've chosen. So, yeah. Okay. So, Paul, um, hold some of those thoughts first. We're going to have more questions for both of you when we come back after these messages. But as everyone has to do, we all got to go you know, sell some stuff. <laughs> and so we're going to be right back with Open House at Team Reba. Open House with Team Reba on AM 1590. The answer. Back to Open House with Team Reba. Welcome back to Open House with Team Reba. I'm Reba Hass of Team Reba, Remax Metro East Side. And Eric Osnes here once again. So uh, talking about the Northwest Green Home Tour. So we've got more. why you Elf smile line. every time I do one of my intros. Do, do I do a good It's just to throw you off. Oh, yeah. thank yeah. you. Well, you do a good job because then I'm yeah. like, why is he smiling? Yeah, it's okay. yeah, <laughs> a big speck of pepper on your teeth right there. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I did have a blueberry shake before we got here, so that could be very real. No, Thanks. Thanks for the paranoia. Okay. All right. Well, speaking of uh, paranoia, during COVID times, people were pretty paranoid. And during the break, Paul, you mentioned that a project you were involved in kind of by chance ended up being quite good for a client. Do you want to tell us about that? Yeah. We started out, uh, this was a basement remodel um, that the homeowners had um, you know, come to us, and it was a space they weren't really using, um, mainly because it had a musty smell initially. Um, so they really wanted to figure out, you know, why is this, why the basement is musty, and, and create, mm-hmm. um, you know, a living space that they could really basically almost double the usable space of their home. And as as a result of the design process of this, we, you know, figured out, okay, we're going to build a special room in the back that would be like for exercise and and then just put in these really large windows that would be able to flood this basement space with natural light as well as get rid of the musty odor down there and you know as luck would have it that project finished in october of uh last year and you know just a few months later everything got shut down and this was a space that our homeowners were able to really start using um and and more of what I'm, you know, hearing a lot of homeowners wanting now, they were just a little bit ahead of the curve and were able to, you know, implement a lot of this health and wellness into that space um, before some, some of us were able to. So it was, it was very, very lucky for them that we were able to achieve what we did um, in that timeline. Well, and I'm looking at some of the pictures of, of that, that project. It, it just looks beautiful. So really, really cool. Um, what are the the kind of the, the green aspects for that? Is it is it mostly just kind of the kind of the use of the space, or is it the materials that you used? 
Yeah, I would say some of, there were some with the materials, um, but I would say a, a really a, a main focus as far as green would go would be for the health and wellness of the space, um, as well as looking at it from a universal design standpoint. So, and that was and, part of the process that we went through. Um, you know, if they should ever need a wheelchair or, mm-hmm. or you know, a walker or something, there was a, ba- a bathroom that we put downstairs that can easily uh, be used for that and not have any adaptation. So we're... Um, the idea of not having to remodel in the future um, should something occur or should a family member um, need to move into the house. Paul, um, I'm s- easily accessible. Super happy to hear you bring that up. I was actually going to ask you specifically because your your website for your company um, actually has information about the fact that you do things around universal design, which most of our listeners, if they hear universal design, they don't really know what that that stands for like you know when we're here in the industry we we hear it a lot and know exactly what it is but um for our listeners it does provide that aging in place which is something we talk about a lot on this mm-hmm. show mm-hmm. um so i love that your company focuses on that and actually now that i'm being more like introduced to you i have more people i probably need to introduce you to <laughs> because that is an <laughs> ongoing issue. So I do have to ask, though, um, so tell us real quick about your company, because um, it's Pathway DC is the website, yeah, pathwaydc.com. Pathway that's right, yep, pathwaydc.com. So it's uh, Pathway Design and Construction. And, um, yeah, we are a residential remodeler with a, with a real uh, focus on health and wellness and universal design, um, as well as incorporating aging in place. Um, into all of our projects. Excellent. You know what, I, um, Paul? I, I gotta, I gotta make a comment. I'm looking at um, one of your other um, uh, properties that will be on the Green Home Tour. I think on on May 8th, which is your your you did a kitchen, Mount Baker Summer Dream Kitchen, is what it's titled. And check out the integrated built-in dog kennel. What? That is really cool. Okay, I need to go and look at that one. I yeah, haven't seen it. I was like looking at the daylight basement thing still, but okay. <laughs> Which one was this called? <laughs> so, uh, what I, gave you that idea? No, I forget what we named it, but um, what gave me that idea? Well, the the dog was actually a big focus for the homeowners uh, as part of this remodel. You know, they had a big kennel that was in their kitchen space, this wire kennel that they would you know move around as needed. And but the dog is also a very big focus of their family. Um, it's basically one of their children, and they wanted to make sure that. You know, the dog had a had a space within <laughs> that could um, really interact with the family yeah. in their in the rooms that they're in, and um, and not feel not feel left out, but also not make it look like it's this cage that's in the room and it maybe doesn't go with the decor yeah. of what they're trying yeah. to achieve with the remodel. Yeah. Which, okay, Eric. Which was which one of these was this? Oh, if if you go in there, it's 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 called um, uh, Mount Baker Summer Mount Dream Baker. Kitchen. Mount Baker. Okay, all right. And so, okay, part so of why just, I love this is because everyone who knows me knows that my dog Rusty, aka Rusty has boat dog, aka Mister Excitement. I don't have kids, and my dog is my kid. <laughs> so right. I'm like, I need to look at this house. Well, I, I think um, we'll, we'll have people sign up for this Northwest Home Tour just to check this out. That yeah. Alone is such a creative uh, design element. I, I don't know. I, uh, you know, Polly, we look at a lot of houses as you can kind of imagine, you know, mm-hmm. I work in lending, Reba works in real estate. I look at 20 houses a month and Reba looks at probably 
triple that Thousand, or whatever. Yeah. Thousands. <laughs> yeah. And, and anytime I see a, a really cool design element, uh, that's that's always oh really, God. really fun to bring. I up. also love just this simple thing where to keep pillows on a thing with the little button hooks. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. It's just the little details. So so tell us when, when um, uh, Paul, Laura, so the, this actual tour, when somebody signs up for this, they're going to log in at the sign time, you know, on, on one of these three dates. Uh, then are you like doing a, a, a walkthrough? Is it like 3D or, or how, does that, how does that work? Exactly. Well, every site host is doing it a little bit differently. Basically, you're going to come into a Zoom format um, and have a welcome room and then go to different breakout rooms, which will be the different sites. And so each site host um, will have it formatted differently. Some people might have a short video of the space. Some people might just have still photos. Um, our, the sites that I'm hosting have like a Matterport technology, which the, all the realtors are using now, you yep. know, which is fantastic to really kind of give you that 360 view of the spaces and how they interact. Mm -hmm. Yep. We've been um, using that for years. Love it. Yeah. It's amazing. Right. And it's, so in this virtual format, it really transforms how people can see the space and understand this, how all the components come together. Um, and then, you know, have conversation about it and go through all the details um, and ask, get um, answer any of the questions that come up and hopefully have some really great conversations with the attendees and um, get some good knowledge out there. Awesome. Uh, I, think the even, I think maybe some of the people are actually in the site since the project site itself and, you know, can walk around the space a little bit. Mm -hmm. But I've Probably most of them have done some sort of preamble of gathering their imagery. Well, I would imagine it's not too far off from what I have to do on a daily basis where we're doing a lot of video tours. We also have Matterports. We're doing video open houses, things like exactly. that. The technology's out there to thankfully have that available nowadays. Um, you know, during the break, I also was asking you, Laura, because um, you mentioned, we'll say once again, to just... Sign up on the Eventbrite is free and to attend at the time that they're live. Um, and then there's $25 to get the links for later so that you can view at your leisure. Um, one, uh, about that link, I do want to ask, does it have a uh, expiration date for one? Or is that just I like in perpetuity? It does. I think it's like two or three months Okay, you have access. So okay. It's a good chunk of time. Okay. So enough time to be able to go back. You want to put it on your calendar, make sure you do it. Um, the other thing, though, that I was asking you, because it wasn't um, immediately uh, viewable when you're on the Northwest Green Home Tour uh, website, what if somebody is like, I'm very inspired by this and I do want to support the work that you're all doing? Is there a, a chance for people to donate? Absolutely. Absolutely. And I believe if you go to the registration link as well, there's an opportunity, I think it says like zero to five dollars or zero to some some odd dollars, and you can choose to donate to the tour that way. and um, Or you can go straight to ecobuilding.org, um, which is the main Northwest Eco Building Guild site, and um, make a one-time or a monthly donation, set up a monthly donation um, there as well. Excellent, excellent. And Laura, I'm looking at a couple of the homes that you've got on the tour as well. Really, really cool. I see a, uh, you're uh, growing in the Greenbelt um, a, a whole edition, um, mm -hmm. which all these kind of have a common feature, just being bathed in light and open and just beautiful. Um, 
I think folks can get a lot of great ideas, you know, from from yours and Paul's and and all the other um, you know entrants for this year. So uh, excellent. And uh, anything? Uh, oh, I guess before we kind of move on, if anybody wants to reach you, Laura, um, again, you you run Mighty House Construction and also Mighty Energy Solutions. How can they reach you? Yeah. So at MightyHouseConstruction.com or MightyEnergy.net are our two websites. There's contact forms there. You can just fill out and that come to me. Um, and yeah, that's probably the best way. You can see examples of our work and learn more about infrared heating and um, just kind of see the things that we're involved with and uh, some of the pretty pictures too. <laughs> awesome. All right. And how about you, Paul? How, how can they reach you? Yeah, through, uh, through our website is probably the best, uh, pathwaydc, like dogcat.com. Excellent. I was going to say, yeah, dog kennel, but with a C, Pathway DC. Yeah. Oh, my God. Dog cage. <laughs> dog cage. There you go, dog cage. Okay. <laughs> no, I actually did see those pictures, and uh, that is an excellent solution that you have on there. A lot of people I know buying houses, not just because they have families, but Eric and I joke, we uh, taught a whole class where everyone in that home buying class was buying because they wanted a dog. To <laughs> so, a person, every yeah. single one of them. Yeah. I want to get out of my apartment because yep. I want a dog. Yep. That's and, why I uh, bought a house. It's a big deal. And how many <laughs> how many homes have you been where you're tripping around the dog kennel? Like you say, that's sitting All the in the corner or whatever. And, yeah. and, uh, no, this know. is great. It's better than the furniture they're making right now. <laughs> so we want to thank both of you for being on the show. Thank you so much for your valuable time. And everyone, get to the Northwest Green Home Tour coming up in May. Thank you so much. Open House with Team Reba on AM 1580. The answer. Now back to Open House with Team Reba. Welcome back to Open House with Team Reba. I'm Eric Osnes from Homebridge Financial Home Mortgage. And I'm Reba Hass from Team Reba. And thanks. I know on our last segment, we had folks from the Northwest Green Home Tour talking about mm-hmm. some really, really cool yes. houses and, Very and ideas. Cool. And, uh, you know, not every house that, that uh, you and I look at fall into that cool category, do they? Oh, no, they don't. <laughs> no. They clearly do not, based on my daily um, review of often hundreds of homes a day. That's right. Yes. Uh, there, there was a... Um, article that kind of hit the internet of a house listed in um in kentucky uh that was uh called the one of the creepiest online finds you know out there and uh i I thought i'd bring this up because this was just a three bedroom four bathroom Mm -hmm. 3100 square foot home you know listed at three hundred seventy five thousand in louisville kentucky and from the outside it looks you know fairly normal you know not well kept up but but not too bad um, but there's okay. a, there's a Matterport in, you know, of this, of this home. So we were talking about Matterport, mm-hmm. um, in the last segment, yes. it's, it's basically a virtual walkthrough of the home. Yes. Well, I tried to Matterport through this house to go from one end to the other. <laughs> I could not find my way Why not? through this house. It is bizarre. There's I, two stories, mm-hmm. like two wings to it. Yes. You can't get from one to the other without going downstairs and through a room and up some stairs. Uh, you know, it's just a really, really bizarre house. And the creepiest part well, was uh, there is a bathtub 
that uh, apparently this home at some point was a church. And yeah, I saw that. Yeah. And so they converted a baptismal area into a mm-hmm. shower. Yes. When you sent this to me and I read that part, yeah. I I had a flashback to my growing up and watching people get dunked yeah, yeah. at certain um Baptism and, events. <laughs> and, um, you know, and, and of course, right next to this creepy kind of shower thing is a, a full case full of Girls Gone Wild magazines and things like that. And it's like, okay. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and film. But but the, I guess my point with this home is from the outside, it looks pretty normal. From the inside, it, it was just bizarre the way the layout oh, was. completely and bizarre. property appraisers, we have a term for this. We call it functional obsolescence. Mm-hmm. And functional obsolescence lowers the value of a property. And what functional obsolescence means is that the home does not function as a normal home. Like in this one, you couldn't walk from the living room to the hallway to right. a bedroom or a bathroom. Mm-hmm. You'd get lost. I mean, yeah. it was... You know, that that well, especially strange. the fact it also looked like it had a hoarder in there. <laughs> oh, well, for sure. Well, it was a fencing operation. Yeah, uh, so well, some not 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 because they were building on. fences. They no, were no, like no, no, no. stealing selling, things and then selling, yeah, 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 selling on, those online. things. That kind of fencing, right? Right. Not uh, not uh, on God. Not the, <laughs> right. Not the not the good fencing or the. That's right. None of the yeah. healthy fencing. That's right. That's right. But, that are but, out um, there. Uh, but but functional obsolescence means that the home doesn't function the way it normally should. And you might see one where mm-hmm. maybe you've got to walk through a bedroom to get to the kitchen or mm-hmm. the bathroom. You know, you you can't just use it in a normally functioning manner. And and when you see a home like that, where they're usually typically older homes, they've been remodeled on or added on here and there. And, and they just don't flow. They just don't work quite right. Um, you know, you you know, you can still buy those, but you may have some trouble, you know, with the appraisal, you know, because every now and then we get one where the appraisers just kind of mm-hmm. scratch your heads and go, eh, this doesn't really work. Well, or, what was well, we actually had it wasn't so much functional obsolescence, but even or, sorry, but it's like triggering me like when you bought where you live now. Oh, yeah. Oh, Remember? Because well, that, that was a thing that was a highest and best use Mine was a issue. highest and best use issue. So kind of a similar, not exactly mm-hmm. the same, but a little bit similar because right. you were on a large parcel with you and another smaller home that was zoned to be able to handle a lot more development. And right. they, they kept giving us this huge hassle that like, no, that house should be torn down and this should be valued by land. Right. And it was the, like... No, that's no. not how it's going to be I w- used. I want to use this home as a residential property, and I yeah. have an ADU. Right. But the highest and best use of that mm-hmm. lot would be to bulldoze everything down. Yeah, um, including that big, lovely garage. Cool garage. Yeah. And, and build five new homes. Right. You know, which which would be... Which is sometimes a shame because, I mm-hmm. mean, you know, I know we need more housing, but... It's also nice to have those open green spaces because mm-hmm. you're surrounded by a lot of very large houses that are very close yeah, the, together. So it's kind of nice ones. that you provide yeah. this mm-hmm. visual greenscape actually for all your neighbors. It's kind of a, a, a respite, you know. It's it's mm-hmm. it's relaxing. You know, yeah. When you get there. not that I'm saying we shouldn't have growth because I know. We no, need I know. It. I, got, I got you. But you but but it was frustrating when. Yes, we understood why the appraiser was saying it, but that wasn't what you were buying it right. for. And so highest and best use can come in. In different forms. We had mm-hmm. one property, like, uh, for instance, uh, there was a property we looked at you know, on Capitol Hill. And this home is, it was like the up house. You know, you have a, a big uh, condo project on one side mm-hmm. and a big condo on the other side. And then you here you've got this tiny little house uh, mm-hmm. on this lot. 
and what's the highest and best use for this home? It would be to knock it down and build another big condo. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, so uh, in that case, I, I, was, I was actually able to finance the home because we could prove that the size of the lot was not large enough to accommodate mm -hmm. another big condo. Yeah. Uh, but if, if the lot were, I, yeah, I'd have a real hard time been, financing that, yeah. that home. Yeah. Um, you'll also. And that's actually, if I may. Mm -hmm. That's actually one of those things. I'm just going to throw this out there for homeowners who are like holdouts mm -hmm. at times. Like you said, the up house, you do kind of have to know what your property is mm -hmm. Yeah, your because it, if you are then going to try and sell it later and it's not functionally capable of doing the thing you think it can do, mm -hmm. um, it won't be worth anything. Mm-hmm. Right. Like in her case, that was a different situation. But mm. there, there's a lot of houses that I've run into over the years where someone just by, oh, by principle, I'm just not going to do it. And then later on, it's like, well, now your house is worth significantly less mm -hmm. because you didn't take that opportunity. And, you know, now now no one wants it mm -hmm. because it can't be redone. Yeah, that can definitely happen, um, even or the zoning might change on you. Right. So there's a couple streets in North Seattle, for instance, mm -hmm. that have been upzoned yeah. commercial. Yes. And if you have a residential home, but now you're no longer surrounded by other residential mm -hmm. homes, you know, if we do an appraisal and the appraiser cannot find homes that are similar like yeah. that, or if we, we find out from your insurance agent, if this home were destroyed, yeah. It could not be rebuilt right. as a residential home. Yeah, th that, that's that an issue up. down in mm -hmm. uh, downtown Renton. Right. Because oh, they sure. have mm -hmm. a bunch of areas that are getting upzoned and they have the same thing. So, yeah. you know, yeah. you have to really be paying attention and maybe asking questions and calling your local friendly right. but educated real estate agent to, right. to get some and, assistance. And sometimes those listings are the ones that appear to be the screaming deal. Mm -hmm. Like, For oh, a this reason. one's screaming deal. Like, uh -huh. 400,000 in Ballard. You yeah. Know, and there's a reason let's why. Let's jump on that. I'm That's like, just like mm. all those land. Oh, can we just, once again, if you see vacant land that is under, I don't know, $200,000 mm -hmm. or, you know, in certain, you know, and that's not even in the city of Seattle. Mm -hmm. If you see a yeah. low cost piece of land, that's probably because it's not buildable. There's issues. <laughs> <laughs> there are definite issues with a capital mm -hmm. I. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Actually, everything capitalized. <laughs> An exclamation point. Yes, there. I get a lot of calls from Zillow where people are like, oh, I want to grab this $60,000 piece of land. And we're like, oh, no, you don't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, right, right. Have right. you looked at it? No. Yeah. Okay, go look at it, and you're going to see that it's at a you know, nearly 90-degree angle. <laughs> we had, a, we had a, a mutual client actually took one of our classes who did not listen to our advice oh, and no. purchased a lot in Seattle for $6,000. What? About, about a year ago. And um, oh $6,000, and I'm like kind of cringing when he told me that. He's, yeah, I want to see what I can build on this. And so I kind of pull up the lot. And and f first off, this, this lot, the entire lot is about maybe, I don't know, 2,000 square feet, 2,500 square feet. So it's not big enough to, to build on, number one. Can but, you put one of the tiny houses on it? Well, here's the other problem. It's landlocked. There oh, is, there's no access. There is no access to this home. And, yeah, uh, no good. You know, so no wonder be, it was six thousand dollars. Exactly. So if it looks too good to be true, it probably, probably is. is. It is. Uh, let's just say it is. Let's just say we I. need a few people. We need to say stop it. That's right. <laughs> Do a Bob Newhart on them. Well, thank you all for listening in this afternoon, and we'll let you get back to your day. Hope you have a great rest of your afternoon. Thanks for listening. 
you for listening to Open House with Team Reba. To contact us, visit Team Reba at Remax Metro Eastside on Facebook or email info at teamreba.com. Join us again next Saturday afternoon at 2 for more Open House with Team Reba here on AM 1590. The answer. The preceding program was sponsored by Team Reba of Remax Metro East Side and Eric Osnes of Homebridge Financial Services.